Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Good morning, good morning. As they say in Tokyo, Ohio, good morning to you. I've got to repent. I've got to change course here. It was pointed out to me, they're going to try to edit it out of the previous ones. I said when we're through with Second Peter, which we're reading through, we're going to go to Revelation 1, 2, and 3, the seven letters to the seven churches called Love Letters from Jesus. And my astute assistant here, director, producer, John Ortega, has told me, you did that in 2021. I was in Florida then. We were shut down, remember? Now, some of you, you know why that was on my mind? Because I've been talking with my publisher. I feel a series coming from a different angle. I feel a book called Love Letters from Jesus, but different than the way I handled it before. So you know what? I don't want to redo that. So we're going to go First Samuel. It's a sign that I should not do that. First Samuel. Start reading in First Samuel. We're going to go Old Testament. And we're going to find wonderful ways to extrapolate and apply it to the New Testament era that we live in. So start reading 1 Samuel as we close out 2 Peter. By the way, go online about Fan the Flame Conference, April 21 through 23. Verse 11. Since everything will be destroyed, the day of the Lord, the day of God, that's when it'll happen. In this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming and in the margin or as you eagerly wait for the day of God. As you're waiting for it, looking for it, make sure how you live. You know, quality of life matters. Do you and I want to be embarrassed and shamed? The Lord comes back. The day of God comes. It all ends and we're caught involved in cheating people hating other races, wasting our money on nonsense. Oh, yo, that's what, what kind of legalism and strictness? I'm just reading the Bible. What kind of lives should you be living when you're going to know it's all going to end and you're going to have to see God? So this was written to Christians. He's saying you ought to live holy and godly lives. Well, weren't they already living holy and godly lives? Maybe, maybe not, but they ought to draw nearer to God. You can't get too near to God. You can't be too much like Jesus. No, it's joy and peace. The worst days of every Christian's life are the days when we disobeyed God, didn't walk with him, weren't controlled by the Spirit. That's the most disobeying days of our lives. And you'll relate to me if you're a born-again Christian. You know that. We grieve the Spirit. We bring pain on ourselves and others. Next verse. That day will bring about... The destruction of the heavens by fire, we read that in an earlier verse, and the elements will melt in the heat. That's going to be some kind of heat. But in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heavens and a new earth where righteousness dwells. That's verses 12 and 13. So let's unpack it. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire. We read that in verse 10. And the elements will melt in the heat. Woo, we're talking some temperatures. But in keeping with his promise, the promises that made by Christ and in the Bible, 
Old and New Testament. We are looking forward to a new heavens and a new earth wherein dwells righteousness. God is going to create at the end a new heavens and a new earth, a new heavens, a new atmosphere. I don't know what to call it. A new heavens. The sun, moon, and stars as we know it are bye-bye. A new heavens and a new earth. What will that new earth look like? Where will this be positioned? I don't know. I haven't been there. And I'm not going to venture a lot of guesses. I just know it's good. Why? What will be the controlling feature of that new heavens and new earth is righteousness, purity, holiness, doing love, only what's right. God in charge. Why this world is so corrupt is that God is not in charge of it. The culture and the people are following. Satan's called the God of this world. That's why it's a mess. It's such a mess that God is not going to fix it. He's going to burn the whole thing up. A new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwells righteousness. Does that ring a bell with you? Like, do you feel a longing for that? Or is that like, no, I don't want to leave here. I'm going to Puerto Rico for a week in September. I can't miss that. Hmm. Where are our hearts? When you talk about the coming of the Lord and the end of time, you really find out what's going on in people's lives, whether we're heavenly-minded or earthly-minded, spiritually-minded or just caught up in this rat race. You know, the greatest will be the least. The least will be the greatest. Judgment will come on those who cursed God and rejected him, although they knew better. No more mocking of Christians. Don't you look forward to, like, our final state? Or do you, you know, are you really in love with your apartment that much? I want to go home. I really do. We have work to do. Let's do it now. But let's ask God to give us more of Paul's attitude. Paul said, I'm torn. To die would go to be with him. But to stay, it would be profitable for those he was ministering to. So I'm caught. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So I'm like torn between. But he knew it's far better to get out of here. You know, the people that you mourn, it's like, they died. Mary died. Oh, man. I know we're sorry Mary died. But Mary, being a Christian, a millisecond into her final resting place with the Lord, she's like, no, don't call me back. Please don't pray. Don't call me back. I'm home. I feel bad for you. You feel bad for me that I died? No, I'm feeling bad for you because you got to deal with all you have to deal with on planet Earth. But I'm home. Ooh. No eye has seen, no ear has heard totally what's waiting for us there. It's beyond comprehension. But I know it's going to be not good. It's going to be perfect. And you know how long it'll last? Oh, there'll be no time forever, eternal. We're going to be with the Lord. Let's live with that in mind, that all this is going to disappear, and we're going to be with Jesus. See you tomorrow. Mm -hmm.